welcome to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, the show that gives you the lowdown on how to become a successful real estate entrepreneur. With more than 30 years of experience, America's top female real estate investor one is an expert in financial freedom and turning dreams into realities. Now's your chance to become a Dwandonair with the help of Dwan. Here's to a flaming hot foreclosure market with the help of Dwan. Cheers. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the most wonderful real estate podcast ever. I am your host, Dwan Bent Twyford, and I am America's most sought after real estate investor. So I'm super excited to have you here today, and today is another episode of Business by the Book. So these come out every other Sunday, and they're just a quick 15-minute Bible studies just to kind of get you thinking and looking and learning and learning more about what the Word of God has to say to you. Now today, I feel like <laughs> some of you are going to be like, Lord, do I be losing her mind? The stuff she's going to talk about today. But we are going to talk about spirits. Spirits. Now, when I first started getting back into the Bible, uh, you know, I was just getting back in and learning more about Jesus and the things he wants for us and, you know, all kind of stuff like that. And as I became more mature, I started learning about the spirits and the gifts of the spirits, foul spirits, uh, possession, oppression, and all these crazy things like that. So I think sometimes for somebody that may be a newer Christian some of these things may seem a little bit scary. Um, they may seem a little bit unrealistic even. They may seem like, oh, I don't even know what she's talking about right now. So we are going to talk about some of the different kinds of spirits. So first of all, it is really important for you to know, and you can, you can Google this and read in the Bible, and you can learn about angels and demons. Now, Satan was the most beautiful angel. He was God's perfect angel. He was the most beautiful. I think he was called um, the angel that was like the morning of the star or, or something like that. He was the most beautiful angel. And when he would open his mouth and speak, music would come out. He was the most beautiful, the big, wonderful, just so beautiful instruments singing, peace, just everything amazing. But Satan wanted to be on the throne with God. So, you know, God made all the angels, and uh, he didn't actually make the demons. He made the angels. And so the angels are all up in heaven, just, you know, hanging out, worshiping God, having good fun. Uh, angels are assigned to us. We have guardian angels and just all the different things like that. And Satan wanted to be sitting on the throne with God. He wanted to be equal to God. So he became rebellious and he said, I want to be God. And so God uh, basically kicked him out of heaven. But when Satan left heaven, one third of all the angels, all the angels that God had created for good, for good, 
left with Satan. Like, okay, you know, sort of like, you know, it's kind of like politics. Like you have, you know, everyone follows this party and everybody follows that party. Everybody thinks their party is the best. And so Satan was like, no, I do not want to be under God. I want to be God, equal to or above God. <clears throat> and God's like, no, I'm God. I made you. And so Satan rebelled, and so God gave him the option to leave heaven. So one-third, I mean, think about one-third. That's like one-third of the population of the earth. One-third of the entire angelic population left with Satan. And they were sent to earth. So immediately, they became demons. So that is where the demons came from. God didn't make uh, angels and demons. He made all angels, and when Satan left... One third were like, you know what, Satan, we like what your, you know, angel of the morning, Lucifer, you know, Lucifer was afterwards. Uh, I, gosh, I, I should have looked good with it. I think it was like the uh, angel of the morning, the uh, morning star, something just amazing. Because uh, he was like the bright, beautiful, just so gorgeous. And so when he left and he was sent down to earth, one third of the angels came with him. So now they are completely separated from God and they became demons. So now the demons are like gray and they're ugly and they're scary. And Satan, of course, uh, is evil. And so basically, and that's why a lot of people always say, well, why do so many bad things happen? Da, da, da. God, why did God let that happen? Well, that, Satan does that. So Satan was basically given dominion over the earth. So <clears throat> Satan and his demons are always working, the spiritual warfare is always happening. And we have our guardian angels, we have angels that we can call upon to help us for things. Uh, healing angels, protection angels, all kinds of angels. So you can even say like, okay, all my angels, I'm calling you out in the name of Jesus. I want you to heal me, protect me, or whatever. Their angel's job is to protect and to do the things we ask them to do for us. But we don't pray to them or worship them. Like if you're sick, you may say, hey, healing angels. I need all the healing angels to come down and heal me. And I'm asking this in the name of Jesus. And the angels will listen to you and they will come. Your guardian angel is around you all the time to guard you. But most of you don't know that you can actually speak to your guardian angel and ask your guardian angel to do things. Like, hey, you know, I'm going to go uh, into... This uh, store, walking down a spooky street, guardian angel protect me. And they're there. So what happens is because you never talk to your guardian angels, they only see what you do, and then they jump in to help by thinking that they're helping based on what you do. So some of you have very bored guardian angels because you never ask them to do anything for you. But they are to guard us. They are to help us. They are to keep us safe on the road. Ask for a hedge of protection. Hey, guardian angels. Going to go on a road trip. I'm asking you to protect us all the way there and all the way back. Keep the roads clean in the name of Jesus. Not, oh, dear guardian angel, I'm praying to you. You only pray to God. Okay? But you can ask and assign your guardian angels things to do. So, some of you, I'm sure, your guardian angels, because you don't know, you can ask them to do things. Your angels are probably just like, when will they ever ask for our help? <laughs> And, I mean, and, you know, you've seen uh, stories, you've heard stories of people that got into a car wreck and then, like, someone showed up and pulled them out of this burning fire and laid them on the side of the road. It's probably their guardian angel. 
So give your guardian angel things to do. Ask them to help you. Ask them to clear roadways ahead of you. Ask them to do things. Like, don't let your poor angels just be bored to death. They're assigned to you. Like, you're their entire livelihood of fun. Okay? So do that. But now, along with the angels are the demons. And so many, I know so many people that say, oh, if there was really a God, a good God wouldn't let all these bad things happen. Well, when Satan was kicked out of heaven, he was given dominion over the earth. So John 10, 10 says, the lion roars and seeks who he can kill and destroy all day long, roaming the earth, looking to see who he can kill and destroy. That is Satan. And Jesus, and so read John 10, 10. I, I read to you all a bunch of times. So the enemy comes to uh, seek and kill and destroy. And Jesus says, I have come to give you life and give it to you in the fullest. So Jesus came to give us this amazing life. And this amazing life is on heaven, as on earth, but the amazing part of the life is in heaven. So the earth is a very temporary home for all of us, extremely temporary. So Satan, and, the, and I feel like the further you go in your Christian walk, the more Satan bothers you. Because I have some people that aren't, they don't believe in God, they don't believe in anything, they're like, oh, that's a bunch of hoo-ha. And I look at them sometimes, I'm like, and they never have a problem. Like nothing ever goes wrong for them. But the reason it doesn't is because Satan already has them. So if you don't believe in Jesus and you don't believe in Jesus as the path to heaven, then Satan already has you. So if you call yourself an agnostic or a Muslim or any any anything uh, agnostic, just anything that would not be a follower of Jesus, Satan already has you. So he doesn't need to really work on you that much because he's already got you. You're already his. So you might go along and have hardly any problems in your life and be like, oh, my life's good all the time. So Satan is not bothering you. But as a Christian and a follower of Jesus, the closer you get to Jesus, the more you start doing things. Even like me, the more I start preaching and putting out Bible studies on Sundays and letting more people know and introducing more and more people to the word of God, then the more Satan will mess with me because I am putting a crimp into his style. And so uh, Joyce Meyer, she's one of my favorite TV preachers. She has this saying where she says, new level, new devil. And what that means is as your walk with God gets higher and you do more verbally and outward things for God, and your business is getting to boom into the next stratosphere, into a new level where you have a bigger audience, new level, new devil, Satan will attack you and try to keep you down and try and get you to think like, oh, God never takes scare me. And so uh, so the, the more you try to spread the word, you'll find sometimes that the more things that will come against you, and it's not that God's punishing you, it's that Satan's trying to keep you held down. So just know, whenever your life is getting ready to change into really, like you're going to the next level, new level, new devil. So you just like, you know, always, I'm always just saying like, Satan, get, be, get thee behind me, Satan. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You can't bother me. You can't touch me. Stay away from me in the name of Jesus. I'm always rebuking, rebuking, rebuking. And you have the power to do that. So what I want to do is I want to, uh, this is something that I actually wrote a few years ago, and it came up on my feed 
And um, I guess a few years back before I started my podcast, on Wednesdays I was putting out a weekly message on my Facebook and on my Facebook. Um, so I wanted to read this because I read it last night. I was like, wow, you know what? That's pretty powerful. So here's what it said. Uh, I saw Joyce Meyer the other day, and she was talking about what type of attitude we give off to others. Do you show a spirit of joy? Do you have a spirit of envy, of anger, happiness, jealousy? What do you have? Do you have a spirit of helpfulness or a spirit of rudeness? Do you have a spirit of happiness or anger? Do you have a spirit of pridefulness or humility? What do people think of you? The funny thing is, is that many people carry around bad attitudes and don't even know it. I have actually called people, and I do this, I call people out when people are rude to me in public or not just anywhere. I, I call them out like, hey, what are you being rude to me for? What's wrong with you? What's going on today? You having a bad day? Like, what can I pray for you? What's happening? And especially if they work at like a, a store or something like that. I call people out all the time that are rude and they're always just like, and they're super stunned <laughs> because they don't see it in themselves. Sometimes if we're that mean, grumpy old person, we don't know it until someone brings it to our attention. And nobody ever brings it to your attention. You don't know that it's you. So God wants us to have a spirit of humility. He wants us to have a spirit of a servant's heart. He wants us to have a spirit of love and that we're supposed to care for others. Now, a lot of people don't understand this one I'm going to say about next. There are different kinds of spirits. And again, there are demonic spirits and there are like angelic spirits. So there are spirits of suicide. There are spirits of fear. There are spirits of anger. There are spirits of envy. There are spirits of adultery, fornication, spirits of addiction, spirits of lying, spirits of cheating. These are what is the Bible refers to as foul spirits. And if you uh, read and Google about it, you'll look and see foul spirits. They're called foul spirits. And the Bible also says that you will know them by their spirit. So a lot of people that meet me are like, wow, you're just so happy and you're so like shiny. And I'm like, yeah, because I have a spirit with God in me. I have a spirit of helpfulness and I'm just a really good, happy spirit, and I shine. And I'm in a big, giant room of people. I definitely shine. So when you see people that have a warm heart, a generous spirit, a helpful ser a heart, a servant's attitude, encouragement, genuine caring for others, those are the kind of, that's what you want to be. And I really do everything in my uh, power to avoid foul spirits or anything that spews negativity. So let me tell you how it works. So if you are a Christian, you have Jesus in your heart and the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, you cannot become possessed by a demon. You cannot have a demonic uh, possession because your body is already full of the Holy Spirit. But can, you can have something called oppression. That would be a spirit hanging around you. A spirit hanging around you. Now, if you are not saved, you can actually become possessed. And I have a friend uh, several years back that became, that seriously became possessed by 
a spirit of suicide and some mental illness and some things like that. And I remember thinking, like, I'm going to go over there and pray those spirits off of her. But a friend of mine, I had told a friend of mine, she says, no, no, no. You cannot go pray those spirits off or out of somebody. You can't pray them out of somebody. Because the Bible says, if you pray that spirit out, that spirit will go find seven others and they will loop back to that person. If that person didn't get saved in their house or their body, it's not full of the Holy Spirit. That demon that you prayed off will come back with seven more and possess that person and make them seven times worse. So, we, it's, and it's been, there's been a few times where I've had some people that I knew that were clearly uh, under some oppression and some possession. And I sat down and said, listen, I would love to pray this off of you and out of you and help you change your life, but you have to accept Jesus. You have to fill your house, your body, your vessel. You have to fill it with the Holy Spirit so that these foul spirits can't come and get back in you. doesn't mean they won't be around you, but they can't get back in you. Now, I know a couple of people, uh, one person in particular, everything they say is a lie, a lie. They just lie all the time. And all of us know, we're like, oh, my God, when are you going to stop lying? Well, they have a foul uh, spirit. It's, and there's another word called a familiar spirit. So a familiar spirit, let's just say if you had a problem with addiction, any kind, porn, drinking, drugs, uh, gambling, it's just any addiction. So you have a what's called a familiar spirit. It's a spirit of addiction. So you go to AA and you get straight and you get saved. You're like, I'm never going to do it again. And then, you know, you're constantly tempted. What happens is that spirit keeps looping back around you to see if there's a place it can find a crack where it can get back into you. So when you know someone that's constantly cheating, lying, committing adultery, yet they say they go to church, they say they believe in Jesus, they have a familiar spirit that keeps coming back and coming back and coming back and looking for the tiniest little crack to like get back inside of them or get back on them and attach themselves. Now, I have met many, many, many people, especially doing all the live workshops. I've met so many people that when they came up and started talking to me, I can actually see, uh, and I prayed for this uh, for a long time that I would be able to see into the spiritual world so I can see angels and demons. And <laughs> it's, it's funny that when the first time that I saw demons, I was like terrified. I was like, oh my God, I was so scared. I was like, why did I pray for that? I was praying to be able to see into the spiritual world. I wanted to see angels and demons. I wanted to see angels, really. But for a couple of years, I, I kept seeing demons all the time. So it scared me. But then I thought, wait a minute. I don't need to be scared. I have the power. I just have to say, listen, get out of here in the name of Jesus. You're not welcome here. Boom, I rebuke you. Get away from me. And they go, and they, and they literally just disappear. I know you're like, Dwan, you, Dwan be crazy today. I'm telling you, there are many, many, many people that have the spiritual gift to see into the spiritual world. I also am able to see angels. Now, not all the time. And not all the time on either. But there have been a lot of places where I've gone to a speaking event and a person is talking to me and I can literally see this like dark orb around them. And so I'll start asking them questions like, you know, are you struggling with anything? Are you any kind of addiction? Like, what do you got going on? And sometimes they'll just burst into tears. Like, how'd you know? It's like, well, I can, I can, I can sense this foul spirit that's lingering around you. And so I try to explain to them like they would fill their body full of the Holy Spirit. 
Um, that's not saying the familiar or the foul spirit won't keep revisiting from time to time, trying to, you know, make you fall off the wagon, basically. Um, but they will leave you alone, especially if you're conscious to pray every day. So every day, one of my prayers is like, hey, Lord Jesus, you know, give us a hedge of protection. Keep any evil spirit, any, anything out of our house, off our property, off our kids, off our family, off our friends, off my students. Like, keep us all clean and pure. And I pray it all the time. I used to do a lot of drugs in my 20s. So in my 30s, I was super tempted and I did a little bit, but, you know, not much. But then I was like, no, you know what? I can't do this anymore. I cannot do this anymore. So I put my foot down and said no all the time. Anytime the temptation would come, I would literally just pray like, nope, nope, you're a familiar spirit. Get away from me. You can't come back here. And now none of those spirits have visited me for decades. But they loop back around until you really get solid and you really get firm. So when you have all this crazy going on, um, you're not losing your mind. It is in the Bible. You can look up angels, demons, familiar spirits, foul spirits. It would be worth it for you to actually do a little bit of research on that and learn about those things and learn why they keep coming back to visit you. And you can rebuke them. And all you have to do to get rid of something is just say, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Or say, stand thee behind me, Satan. And all of your dominions get behind me in the name of Jesus. So you have the power to pray them off of you. You have the power to pray them off of other people. You've got to remember, if your house or your vessel is not full of the Holy Spirit, you pray them away, they'll go get buddies and come back, and they can make you or the person you're praying for worse. So, I, I and I know this is real quick, 15, 20 minutes is really short. I mean, like, I feel like I need like an hour to really talk about the whole depth concept of the spirits. But I just want you to know that all those things exist. And demons, their whole purpose, the only reason they're here on this earth is to torment and make bad things happen, especially to God's children. They don't really bother people that are not God's children because Satan already has them firmly in his grasp. So for those of us that are followers and we have things, even like infirmities, spirits of sickness, a lot of that you can pray it off. You can pray it away, but you have to be diligent, 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 diligent. Does that mean you can save everybody? No. I prayed over my sister. We prayed daily. She still died of cancer. Sometimes it's just your time. But we have the power. You have the power. So if you have any familiar weird things that keep looping back and going through your head, pray it off. Okay? Everybody can do it. You can do it. I have faith in you. I believe in you. So listen, thanks for tuning in to the Business by the Book. Um, you can go to wonderful.com and opt in. I've got four free gifts for you. We have 10 podcasts a month now, so uh, just follow up with everything. There's a lot of exciting things going on in the world. Of I think there's going to be more than that. Let's see, four, eight, and there's going to be 12 coming up here soon. So I'm going to be doing uh, every Thursday uh, an interview inside the Minds of States Millionaires. And of course, every Tuesday. And then every other Sunday and every other Saturday is Bill with Investing on the Go. So we have a lot of super fun things going on. But familiarize yourself with spiritual warfare. 
If Satan is alive and well on planet Earth, don't think for a minute that he's not. Spiritual warfare is giant. It's massive. And it controls a lot of people. Don't let it control you. Okay? You have the power within you. You just have to say the words out loud and not be afraid because God will protect you. I promise you. If you have some questions about it, you know, you can always uh, email me info at dwonderful.com. And if you're like, hey, Dwan, I don't know, I'm trying to work on this. He just like help me out a little bit. Always, always. So the truth is in the red letters. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Ciao. Thank you for dropping by to the most wonderful real estate podcast ever, making real estate investment wonderful each and every time. Or for more information on how to make your, your real, real estate, estate dreams a reality, reality, keep an eye on dwonderful.com and be sure to become a member.